You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode 106, posted April 2017. A little dust up. I will note there is one more door, just in case it wasn't clear, because I know it, there's one right at the top oh. of the stairs. <gasps> okay, so I'll go in there. Let's do that. I thought that yep. was a Tic Tac. <laughs> it's a very large Tic Tac. <laughs> ah, all right, you open up this room, and it appears to be a <gasps> a, a bedroom, um, or essentially some... Um, uh, you know, some a bunk room type thing. It's a it's an undecorated bedroom with a pair of beds with straw stuffed mattresses. At the foot of each bed is a footlocker, um, and there is a small uh, door down where Imra's standing, and another door right near Elavor. Another door. Uh, I would like to check the footlocker. That's uh, the one I'm standing on. They have a wide selection of sneakers. Uh, no, they <laughs> they are they are empty. All right, okay. both of them. Yes, both are empty. All right. I will uh, open the door to the left of the inner door. This is a closet. It has um, a handful of servants' uniforms hanging from hooks. They seem to be well-kept and sort of tidily hung up there. Yeah, but that bed isn't. Is uh, that accurate to the world we're Yeah, seeing? one of them is uh, well-made. The other one's a little bit mussed up, but it doesn't look like... Um, it's hard to tell. It seems like maybe it was slept in at some point. I check behind the servants' uniforms just to see if there's anything at the back of this closet hiding or anything in the pockets. Mm, nope, nothing in the pockets. They, they seem to be uh, very clean. Uh, nothing behind there either. As far as you can tell, it backs right up to the library. I'd like to okay. check under the beds, under the mattresses, and top of the Ooh. mattresses. Under He's the sheets. tossing the room. Yeah, he's tossing mm-hmm. the room. Jeez. Knife through that mattress and start pulling <laughs> out stuff. Uh, no, it's filled with straw. Um, there's nothing underneath the bre- beds. Um, they're pretty well uh, dusted, like you would expect maybe larger dust bunnies, but apparently these servants do a good job of cleaning their own quarters. I do a dexterity check to make the bed. Well done. <laughs> bed made. Awesome. I'm going to open up the store by me. Uh, the door by you is uh, unsurprisingly familiar. It is the dumb waiter that you saw mm. downstairs. Stupid okay, waiter. Upstairs, upstairs, upstairs. Um, yep, there go, is go, go, a, go, go. Uh, there's a little uh, button on the wall next to it. Ooh, I pressed button. button. Ooh, I want to press the button. <laughs> we all press the button at the same time. <laughs> Everyone hear, presses the button. You hear the bell ring faintly downstairs. Oh. oh. All right. Now upstairs. This, this upstairs. Everybody's going upstairs. All right. You climb to the balcony. The balcony. The balcony. All right, so you uh, you come up these stairs, uh, and you find yourself on a balcony. It's uh, you, the first thing you notice is that it's much dustier than the either of the floors downstairs. Uh, the second thing you notice is a suit of black plate armor standing against one wall that seems to be draped in some cobwebs. There are oil lamps uh, mounted on the oak paneled walls carved with the, the walls themselves are carved with woodland scenes of trees, falling leaves and little tiny critters. Uh, yes. What would you like to do? I would like to go and take a look at the I guess I'll look at the stuff up against the wall. Um, well, so what happens is once you, uh, <laughs> no, wait a second, no. I don't you know how far I was able to get before something happened. Um, well, you got about five feet before the suit of armor came to life and tried to attack ah! you. All right. <laughs> what? what? It is combat. Uh, if you click on your character sheet, the right under the where it says initiative, um, it should roll and add you to the initiative order. <gasps> Ta-da! Ha-ha. 
All right, who is still not in the order? We've got Imra, Elavor, Bruldish, Karakir, Bellman. Is that everybody? I think that's everybody. That's everyone and our scary friend. And your scary friend. Okay. Spooky. So we are in combat. <laughs> Karakir, you've got a 21. I you're take out my first. shotgun. <laughs> you do not have a shotgun <laughs> and you're a monk. That seems wrong. Well, you know, my, that's what I call my quarterstaff. All right, what would you like to do with it? There is a big hulking suit of armor. Actually, you know what? Um, since that suit of armor, I'm going to say that suit of armor actually uh, is going to get a shot at Bruldish first because she was uh-huh. not expecting a suit of armor to Surprise come off round. the wall and attack her. No so, surprise. Rawr. Bring it on, uh, armor. All right, so it will attack, and it gets a... Uh, it rolls a five. Okay. Uh, that probably misses. That was a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> Womp. Then yes, it misses. Womp. Um, okay. Care, care, your turn. I will uh, move over here and hit it with my quarterstaff. All right. I haven't done any. I have to actually roll dice like a caveman. Mm. <laughs> you can do it in your character sheet, too, if you click on I your weapon there. To. That's fine. Uh, you can roll dice, too. Uh, 21. Uh, a 21 will hit an animated suit of armor. It cl- your quarterstaff clangs in and rings its bell there. What kind of damage are we talking? Uh, just four points of damage. Four points of damage. And I will also, I hit it with my quarterstaff and then I punch it. Whoa. Because <laughs> I'm a monk. <laughs> and as a minor action, I could do that. <laughs> no, no more monkey business. Oh, and I rolled... Uh, uh, no I rolled, more monkery. I rolled a natural 20. Oh, critical. Okay, so that you so get to roll your uh, your dice twice there. Good God. Okay, in that case, more monkery. Uh, so that's 11 points of damage from my Fists of Fury. Wow. wow. 11? Your fists yep. do so much more damage than your quarterstaff. You should it's use true. those all the I time. I break my quarterstaff in half. <laughs> all right. 11 points of damage done. <laughs> See, Scott has cork dice, and so they're weighted, and mm-hmm. so that's why he chooses to roll them. Bellaman, you're up. The secret is I didn't actually roll anything. <laughs> that works, too. All right, let's try this 5th edition spellcasting. I'll be doing me a magic missile on our uh, helmet friend. Okie dokie. Yeah, so you don't even have to roll for that. It's just like you you basically wave your hand and, you know, these three force projectiles <laughs> shoot out and unerringly smash into that suit of armor, yeah, doing yeah. 13 damage, which I'm going to tell you is actually just enough to uh, myrtle it. <laughs> Oop, not through this. <laughs> That's unfortunate. You're right next to me. There you go. Oh. Ah. Brildish's shoulders slump a little bit in disappointment. I didn't even Aww. get a chance to swing at it with my axe. Do it now. I glare at my friends. I will note, though, because uh, uh, spellcasting does work a little different. Be aware, Brian, that um, that I think takes up one of your spell slots. Yes. As you basically use one. So you uh, And you don't recoup those until a long rest. Mm-hmm. So that's like going to bed. <laughs> so cool, cool. Well, thank keep you. That in mind, you we have uh, you, you you did a good deed, but it, it came with a cost. I immediately look around the corner and see if there's another suit of armor with my you axe in hand. Around the corner, axe in the hand, and there's just a small hallway. But that's it. <sighs> I slump my shoulders again. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed. Uh, mm-hmm. Well done. Uh, what would you like to do next? Uh, well, there's a door over here, correct? Or are there are two doors. There are two doors. There's a double door uh, just to the, uh, I think that's the east, and another door mm-hmm. to the west. I would like to open the one that is now to my left, the one down. 
Uh, okay, the single door there? Yep. All right, you open that up and find a lavatory. <laughs> the opposite of a suit of armor, a lavatory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, they could be one and the same depending on your what? constitution. I'm saying it's the opposite. So this is a bathroom. It's it's very dark in here because there's a, there's no window. Um, and so you, but you have, I believe you have dark vision, I right? I have dark vision, yes. So you can clearly see a wooden tub with clawed feet. There's a small iron stove with a kettle resting atop it and a barrel under a spigot in the east wall. And yeah, so it's uh, uh, you know, basically just a bathroom. I test the spigot to see if the uh, running water works. Uh, you open it and then nothing nothing comes out. All right. I, cl- I conscientiously, you know, close it back up in case the water comes back on. I don't want it to flood. Smart. Smart. Mm-hmm. How kind. I am a paladin, you guys. This is this is what I do. Shall uh, we go All right. Up? Any, anybody have uh, thoughts on, you want to check out the bathroom more closely or should we open another door? Let's open another door. Let's open the tic-tac door down here. Uh, just okay. to, sorry. There is a, oops, there is a door. Just move a second, Imra. I, I didn't quite catch this door. There's a small oh, door here too. I didn't know uh, I could use my arrow keys to move. It's a whole new world. <laughs> a whole oh, wow. new, new world. world. <laughs> uh, which I wouldn't door? call this place dazzling. <laughs> to your, uh, the one to the uh, east or the one to your The one north. that Boldish is like Down? standing in well, I'm of. standing next well, to two. two. Yeah. Oh, which one would so you like? The one next to the bathroom? This one? Sure. All right. Yeah. So you, uh, you pop open that door and that <laughs> reveals... Thank you very much. Well, good Foley work. Foley. <laughs> um, this is a small storage room. Um, it is full of dusty shelves. Um, they look like what they have, sort of folded sheets and blankets and things like bars of soap on them. Uh, there's a broom against the far wall. These fancy people and their soap. Where do they huh. sleep? They have soap, but they don't have... Well, they, they got bathroom. soap, though. They sleep on well, the soap. Well, there might be bedrooms behind but, this other door. Let's right, open it. But it's dusty up here. I'm, this is really weird. Uh, are you true? going into the storage room or are you continuing onward? I don't have any interest in looking in the storage room. If somebody else would like to take a peek, you are more than welcome to. I will hold off on, oldie, on opening the next door. I'll take a look and just roll perception to see if there's anything remotely interesting. Sure. Uh, Bellaman walks in and he rolls perception. And the first thing that he sees is a, uh, in fact, something unexpected. What? Something unexpected. Uh, and that is uh, that broom that was in the corner. Uh, it starts cleaning on its own. It's not a broom. Well, it starts cleaning Bellaman's clock is what happens. I actually oh. thought of going in there. I thought of smashing that, smashing at that broom just out of like annoyance and, and <laughs> not being able Maybe to kill anything. you should have, because the broom uh. attacks Bellaman. Go with my instincts. And, uh, yeah, let's see what happens when you get attacked with a broom. Can I do some sort of saving or, uh, defense? Uh, well, it's gonna, it's gonna attack you, so uh, it will make uh, a, a roll. Uh, roll a broom I'm, check. I'm very jealous of this little <laughs> dust up here. And it will, sorry, attack, uh, and it will get an eight. How's your AC? Bellman. Uh, that misses. Uh, it will take a second attack because it can do that. Whoa, it's a broom. This is a, this is a tough a broom. Powerful it broom. rolls worse. <laughs> uh, okay. And let's see. Do we have a, uh, a initiative? <laughs> oh, should we do that? We can continue using let's the just, uh, the yeah. same one as before. Okay. How about that? 
So uh, let's say, hey, it happens to be conveniently enough, it was Bellaman's turn. All right, broom. I'll show you what... You're a broom. Why am I attacking you? Um, <laughs> Why are you talking going... to it? That's the big question. <laughs> right. You're a broom. Why am I talking to you? <laughs> All right, my quarterstaff has something to say to the tune of 12. Uh, 12 versus AC? Yes. That will miss. You cannot. That broom's darting all oh over the place. Oh, my God. It is floating like a butterfly, stinging like a bee, and you miss. You hit wow. it with its cousin. A quarterstaff <laughs> is practically yeah, that's, related that's to That's just insulting. Um, uh, I think Elevore was in the uh, in the listing, so I'm going yeah. down the same listing. Elevore, you see Bellamin getting, like, throwing up his hands, getting attacked <laughs> by a broom. <laughs> Well, first I smirk a little bit. <laughs> free action. <laughs> I flip you off as a free action. <laughs> no. Um, keep it clean. Uh, then I I guess can I, I can move to two places, right? Because I uh, need the, to be like... The big problem right now is that there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah. This is true. What can I do from so, back here? Do you have any sort of thrown weapon or spell or cantrip oh, that might you help you? Oh, can you throw a dagger? Sure. Ha ha ha. Then I'm going to do that. All right, you will. Uh, there will be a uh, a slight benefit to the broom because you have to skillfully throw it between Broldish and Bellamin. Okay, so so I just hit dagger and we see what happens. Uh, so you rolled an eleven. Uh, okay, so the uh, the dagger sort of like gets through past Broldish and Bellamin, but the the broom is a small target comparatively, so it it, is. it rebounds off the wall and you miss. <sighs> Drat. Drat. We're really Broldish. being sweeped up by this uh, broom. Ah. <laughs> Broldish, take out the trash. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm going to get into a little dust up. Oh. I will. Oh, my God. This is great. I love this. This is the best show I ever. quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I can't squeeze in there either, but I do have some javelins. So I am going to pull out a javelin and just huck it I over just the shoulder. I <laughs> No, that's not that, the javelin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, the javelin. All right. What do you got? Let's see how that goes. That's oh, a six. Wow. Uh, the javelin like hits the wall. It's like, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the little tip of it, because it's so long, just like wax Bellman <laughs> in the face a little bit. Sorry, dude. If you got out of the way, I could take. I could hit it with my axe. I want to hit something with my axe. <laughs> Imra, your, uh, your friends are fighting a broom. <laughs> All right. Well, I... <laughs> turn my back for like three seconds and this is what happens i don't do i have line of sight like i uh i'm gonna say the broom is sort of like in bellaman square because it's fairly small like it's an object so you can probably see enough to make a shot but it will come with you know you'll have a bonus because you're again trying a more difficult shot here okay um all right so i do have a long bow um all right let's uh okay so, so you're running, you're rolling, you don't have advantage on this, um, but I'm going to give you the 24 on that. So uh, just be careful when you roll, because uh, it's rolling two right now. If you yeah, go into your that? character sheet and it says at the top there, it says advantage, normal or disadvantage uh, above armor class. Make sure it's on normal. Um, but we'll give you the 24 on that one because you nail it. You uh, you shoot that that stick with a slightly smaller pointier stick. Uh, and how much damage does that do? 13. 13 piercing damage, if that makes any uh, difference. Actually, I think that's, that's another attack roll. If you click on uh, the damage uh, next to it. it. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I tried both 
buttons in the Roll20 app, and it seems to do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. I thought it did the, uh, I thought it would do the damage separately. You know what? I can fix that. Uh, okay. Uh, if you, so it's, I think it does 1d8 plus Indeed. your uh, dexterity. Five plus three is eight. Okay. So eight damage on that broom. Very nice. Uh, well done. Uh, we're back around to Karakir. I'm going to go up here and open this door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Karakir opens a, uh, a door up there. If you uh, bring out another enemy, I swear. It's probably a mob. <laughs> uh, actually, this is a fairly large room that you have opened. Uh, it's here. Oh, look, a bedroom. It looks to be I a... Say, uh, hey, uh, I found a bedroom. <laughs> so Karakir found a master bedroom. Meanwhile, his friends are getting beat up by a broom. Uh, would you like to do anything else on your turn? Nope. All right, Bellaman, back around to you. There is a, uh, actually, I think the broom gets to go before you. Oh, uh, come on. Sorry. That's how brooms go. <laughs> brooms, uh, we're going to make a clean sweep of this. Um, and, okay, the broom takes a shot at you. It gets a six. It is rolling terribly. It takes a second shot at you. It gets a 17 this time. How about that? Ah, that hits. That one hits. All right, five bludgeoning damage as it swats you. Ow! Bellaman, it's your turn. Am I technically bloodied because I have uh, less than half of my hit points? There's really no concept of bloodied in fifth edition. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you are you're in, you're certainly injured. <laughs> you could, um, even though there's people behind him, would he be able to disengage and get away? Yeah, you could use the the disengage action, which would basically remove you from combat and then run away without, so that wouldn't provoke an attack from the broom. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to swallow my pride and run away from the broom. Uh, how far away can I get? Uh, you can move your full speed. So each square is five feet. And Fantastic. your move is probably, what, 30 or something? It's 30. So, yeah. So yeah, one, so you, plenty two, is three, room. four, five. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Who is the Scott of which you speak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the broom is... Did you get hit with a broom? <laughs> how did you know? Why are you so dusty? <laughs> uh, Elevore, the uh, uh, Bellaman has made a, uh, a courageous escape to uh, fight another day. What would you like to do? Yes, now that the broom is closer to me, I will try daggering again. Okay. And there we go. Oh, 22. That's pretty good. How much damage does a dagger do? Five. All right. Nicely done. Five damage. The broom is losing some of its straw. Um. <laughs> It is it's not looking quite as uh, together as it once did. And that brings it around to Bruldish, who is face-to-face yeah. with a dastardly broom. Yes. I see so much kindling in firewood, and I whack at it. Actually, yeah, I will whack at it with my battle axe. All right. And I have my shield out. Take a big swing with the battle axe. Well, that's only a 13. A 13. You know what? It's not enough to hit a broom. <laughs> It's a wiggly uh, little son of a gun. It is. It's narrow and very pointy. Yep. That's uh it's it's hard to hit. It's a it's a very mm-hmm. agile broom. Imra, we're back around to you. All right. I think I'm gonna actually move into the closet with the broom. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh you're gonna have to pass by the broom, which Ooh. is gonna give you it's gonna take an advantage to take a swat at you if you do that. Mm-hmm. Just heads up. Okay. Oh, question. Do I need to keep track of my arrows? Let's not worry about it too much. Okay. So I am going... I'll, I'll use longbow again then. Okay. Well, it's rolling everything again. 
I, I I made a change on the sheet, which I'll detail for how to make it just automatically roll damage as part of okay. your attack, which will simplify some things. Okay. Um, so you roll a six, which is not enough. That's not very good. Yeah. No. So your your arrow shot goes wide and clatters into the back of the storeroom. Ah, clatter. clatter. Hey, Karakir, it's your turn. Uh, so if I were to stand here, could I hit the broom? Uh, you can take a swing at it with your quarterstaff. I'm going to say it will be at a disadvantage because you're going around the corner there. Okay. Uh, I will assume that a 20 hits a quarterstaff, uh, for three, uh, 10 points of damage. Uh, 10 points of damage will work. And in fact, you turn a broom into an X broom. Excellent. Yay. Well I done, my friend. I peek Hooray. around the corner. <gasps> Is it still there? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I will walk back and go into this room. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Bellman never did household uh, chores as a kid. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> yeah, the only never, reason. Never ever will again either. And Karakir has walked into that room up there, which is an elaborate master bedroom. Hmm, this master bedroom is quite elaborate. Some would say very elaborate. Hey, uh, would you say it's very elaborate? Uh, no, I would not. Some some would say that. One might say that. I've seen more elaborate. Um, so the the double doors that led you into this room had dusty panes of stained glass into them, but they weren't so dusty that you could that you missed the uh, the design of a windmill, windmill? style motif. Shocking! In them. I know, almost almost impossible. Um, now, again, unlike the downstairs rooms, what you notice when you walk into this master bedroom is it is quite dusty. In fact, it is filled with cobwebs. Um, there are burgundy drapes covering the windows. Uh, there are a variety of furnishings in here, most obviously the four-postered bed um, that has its own embroidered curtains and tattered gossamer veils. There are a matching pair of wardrobes. Um, there is over in this corner here a vanity um, with a wood-framed mirror and a jewelry box, as well as a padded chair. Uh, on the floor in front of the fireplace is a rotting tiger skin rug. Uh, and above the fireplace is a dust-covered portrait of a familiar-looking couple, Gustav and Elizabeth Durst, um, who you saw in the uh, on the mantelpiece, uh, the painting with the rest of the family downstairs. Um, and there's a slight parlor down in one corner of this room that is also filled with some cobwebs and has a table and a couple chairs along with a porcelain bowl and a jug. Um, facing the foot of the bed, there is a, uh, a f- door with a full-length mirror mounted on it. And, uh, yeah, there's another little door off in the corner near the parlor. I want to check out the vanity, the, the jewelry box on the vanity. Cool. Uh, sure. So you, uh, you open it up. It is, uh, it's very ornate. It's made of silver with gold filigree. Uh, it contains three gold rings and a thin platinum necklace with a topaz pendant. Hmm. Well, everybody else is looking in the bedroom now that I, uh, <laughs> now that we had that broom attack, I'm going to investigate this just, little like, story. Like the broom with the rest of everyone walks away, it. and you're like, "Oh, die broom, die!" <laughs> just want to see if there's anything else in here. I mean, you know, if you have a magic broom, maybe it was protecting something. So I'm going to, uh, I guess, I'll roll the perception. Old, just yeah, roll a perception. What do you got? Uh, 18. That's pretty great. Um, uh, unfortunately, it seems like really everything else in here is pretty mundane, and a lot of it is kind of dusty and a little bit moth-eaten. Seems like mm-hmm. it's not really uh, been used in a while. So 
The broom seems to have been an abrumation. No. 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 See, right. so, so downstairs was all pristine and nice. And up here, it's all dingy and unkempt. And Indeed. I don't know what's up with that. That's yeah, a little weird. It's a little weird. Um, would do you, one of you magic people want to come check Arcana on this jewelry and they're, see? They're way too busy. Bellman's like lying in the bed. Brulevich is like sprawled <laughs> in the chair, napping. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check and see this, if this jewelry will give us any help with anything, if there's anything magical about it, that would be kind of. I am. I, I am not a magic person. I have a, a an actual negative to my Arcana check. So yeah, me too. That's why I'm suggesting someone else does it. But yeah, mine's I'll, at I'll zero, roll. so. Okay, I'm doing Arcana. What do we see? 13, that's pretty good. Uh, you don't believe that there's anything magical about this jewelry. Okay. You think it was just sort of part of the, uh, the belong to the owner of the house, you would guess. Do, should we check out the, the room up here? There's sure. There's also a closet. Gonna oh, look boy. in this closet. But closets have scary cleaning Brooms. supplies. <laughs> um so actually uh Imra you want to open that door there? Sure. Yeah, so actually um you realize as you open it up that it doesn't lead into another room but onto a small balcony that overlooks the back of the house. Wow, oh, this nice. would get sold on House Hunters really quick. <laughs> well, I don't know if I like the paint color though. Uh, <laughs> also <laughs> animated suit of armor. <laughs> that, the, yeah, that and the broom, too many wolves. I mean, too many wolves. <laughs> Not enough wolves. <laughs> Okay. Um, do I notice anything? Is there anything on the balcony? Just a balcony? No, it's empty. There's like a Sometimes little railing. Sometimes just a balcony. Yeah, a little railing yeah. looking out over the uh, the backyard there. And how far can we see? Uh, again, you notice the fog is, has closed quite a bit. Um, and you would say probably only, you know, 10, 20 feet from the house really at this point. Well, does mist count as, as water? <laughs> This is, this is I think it's more of like a chemistry question. No, why, no, no. Why so do you a, ask? A brain teaser. But if I tell you why I ask, then you might change your mind. <laughs> Are you going to create or dispel water? Is that what you're going to uh, do? Yeah, I wanted to see if I could use control water on this, on your on your mist. Hmm. Not a lot of it, because I think there's a limit on the uh, the volume of water you can yeah, work with. that's true. Oops, I did not mean to hit that. Ignore that I just hit that button. Oh, now I can look at all of it. 300 uh, feet range. That's pretty that's good. That's pretty far. A cube up to 100 feet on a side. That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Freestanding water. Yeah, I don't know if a mist counts as oh, freestanding it's water. Freestanding. Okay. I think that yeah, it's free floating think, water. That's yeah. different. It's a nice try. <laughs> it's free, free falling water. All right. I just wanted to see if we could see any further by using. Uh, oh, good thinking though. I like your, I like your imagination. Uh, I Elevor, like your moxie kid. I like your moxie kid. Elavor, uh, you also notice as you are down there in that corner, you see your old friend, the dumb waiter. <laughs> that I do. Can I go ahead and hit the bell so I can <laughs> just get that out of the way? We hit go. it on every other Done. floor. It sounds very loud up here. Um, <laughs> yeah, rings the tiny the bell. The law of bell um, dynamics. Oh, I'm unfamiliar. It's always louder on the third floor. Bruldish, there. You're standing in front of a door with a mirror on it. You want? Did you want to open that? Yep. All right, open you it. open oh. that sucker up, and it appears to be it's a, a closet. closet. Any brooms? <laughs> it is a closet. No brooms in this closet. Is it? Um, is it an empty closet? It, the closet is empty and choked with dust. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Did we look in the wardrobe up here? 
Uh, <laughs> did you look in the wardrobes? I don't know. Did you look in the wardrobes? I'm going to look in the wardrobes. The <laughs> wardrobes are also empty. They've been look These like they've been like sort of cleaned out. Empty. Oh, because the parents left. I'm going to kick aside the uh, the tiger skin rug, the rotting rug, and see if there's it anything underneath it. It sort of falls apart when you kick Ooh. it, uh, like into like little patches. Uh, there's nothing really under it other than the the floor. I brush off my boot. Yeah, good call. Smart. I'm going to check the uh, vanity and use perception and see if there's any like hidden compartments or anything. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 12. All right, you rifle the drawers and you check all like the bottoms underneath and all that stuff. But from everything you can tell, it seems to just be an, a uh, mostly empty vanity, except for that I'm, jewelry box. I'm going to do another perception check and do what I did in the uh, little servants' quarters and check the bed underneath it, in between it, around it, etc. Everything seems pretty empty except for the large numbers of dust bunnies and um, yeah, and the dragonborn taking a nap in it. Yeah, <laughs> and the dust oh, bunnies man. attack. Uh, yeah, you, this is why you need an animated broom, guys. <laughs> I I have left the room and I am all the way back over by the scary Imra's, broom closet. I'm, I'm ready to go. Out. I'm antsy. I'm antsy. Her. You got your jewelry. You're ready to leave. Right. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. So this room down here, if you would like to open up, I will show you. Yep. I'm opening it. I'm going. All right. Door is open and you see a uh, another decently sized room here. Um, it seems to be some sort uh, of bedroom. I thought it was a hall. I was like, so no, I. It's, uh, it seems to be some sort of bedroom. Um, you notice there are two uh, doors off the sides here. So this one is also sort of filled up with uh, with dust and cobwebs. Uh, but it's it's fairly elegantly appointed. Certainly a cut above these servants' quarters, if not quite as fancy as that master bedroom you were just in. Um, there are a pair of double doors off to the side where Brule Dish is, which uh, have some stained glass windows on them. Uh, Ooh. and you also see the, um, uh, a large bed, a couple end tables, an empty wardrobe, uh, on the wall next to the wardrobe, there is a, a full length mirror and it has a very like elegantly carved frame that looks like sort of ivy vines and berries and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there are the, uh, another small door on the other side. You got to look behind the mirror character. Now we haven't heard any howling, have we? Yeah. You haven't heard any Oh yeah, any good howling. point. Those children were liars. As they always are. As humans usually are. Stupid children. All right. Does anybody want to investigate more things in this room before I open this door? I'm going to look in the wardrobe. Yeah, check that wardrobe. The wardrobe seems to be totally empty. I step into it. Now it's not empty. <laughs> you are in a, you are in a, a strange land of skyscrapers Ooh. and paved roads. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and check the bed again like I always do. <laughs> yeah, there's the the bed is is uh it's pretty empty. Um, it seems to have been uh like I said, not quite as nice as the master bedroom, but a cut above the servants' quarters. I perceive the fireplace, it's like a, a guest room. Wait, why? I is that? perceive Fire- it as well. <laughs> the fireplace, like most of the other fireplaces we've seen, it's unlit and cold, but there are some uh, remains of charred wood and the likes from some sort of fire in the past. Well, Bellman rolled athletics first, so I think he has to do a backflip off. Is the he going fireplace. up <laughs> the chimney? Are you doing up the chimney? <laughs> That's right. He's climbing, climbing up. Given the number of fireplaces this place has, it has an awful lot of chimneys. Mm-hmm. This is true because they're not all in the same place. So yeah, I'd have to have multiple chimneys. The law of chimney dynamics. Okay, let's. All right. Is anybody going to investigate the more... like the mirror any farther, or are we going to go in? Where's here? the mirror? Above Roll the... dish. That sounds like you. 
Well, I'm standing by the door here. I'm just ready to go. But I just I yeah, know that too. Tarek here likes to look behind things, so I thought maybe he would like to look <laughs> behind the mirror. I will look behind the mirror. Give me a perception check. Oh, Ooh. it's gonna pay off. Fourteen. You know what? Close enough. Um, you sort of like move the mirror slightly, and as you do so, it it pushes open, and you find uh, sort of like a latch. Ooh. And what you thought was just a mirror is, in fact, apparently a door. Oh, and, I found a secret oh. door. Ooh, thank uh, God you checked behind the mirrors. Thank I feel like God. I'm an elf. Ha <laughs> little deep, deep humor. Thank the mirrors you. Good night. To find a dusty staircase <gasps> leading <gasps> upward. What? I don't tell anybody. Out, do we want to check out this room? I don't tell Yes. Oh, yeah, before we go up the scary staircase. Yep. Uh, Bruldish, you're going to open that door? Yep. All right, Bruldish pops open the double doors with the nice stained glass window to reveal another small balcony, this one overlooking the front of the house. Oh. I'll just step out and take a look. And It's very a lot foggy of out here. Uh, <laughs> you can't even see the rest of the town at this point. It is, also, uh, don't ask. You can't control water. <laughs> <laughs> You're not bitter about right. it or anything? No, 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 no not at all. No. Oh. Okay, all right, back in. So just what about the, this little room yeah, here? Yeah, let's check this little square room. All right. Imra opens this door. Uh-oh. And inside this door, what you see is a small crib <gasps> with a hanging black shroud over it. Now, before you can even step Close into this Close room. Close the door. Close the door. Before you can even <laughs> step into the room, uh, you hear everything sort of like gets kind of cold. And then all of a sudden, right amongst you appears... <gasps> a creature. What is that creature? Is it a baby? What is that creature? You ask. It is. It is very much not a not a baby. Uh, <laughs> Says you. Uh, it, it looks something like this. Oh, <laughs> oh, that does a not baby. look like a baby. It is a, uh, a a a specter that resembles a terrified, skeletally thin young woman. It does not speak. It merely looks at you with dead eyes. And Mom? then moves to attack, moves to attack you. Uh, let us roll initiative. Let us pray. Uh, that you might might be a good idea for you. Imra had eight. Karakir had seven. Seven. Uh, Bellamin had eighteen. Eighteen. I rolled that one with a real die. Smart. Bellamin, you're up first. There is a specter here floating around, looking pretty scary. You ain't afraid of no ghost. No, I'm terrified <laughs> of this ghost. <laughs> We're gonna quarterstaff this dude. Oh, come on. Two bludgeoning damage well, e if right. 21 hits. First of all, you're all at 21, which is pretty good. So you have uh, no trouble hitting this guy. Very the weakly. second thing that you noticed as you whack it with essentially what is a large stick is that it doesn't even seem to do quite as much damage <laughs> as you thought it was going to do because it sort of like whiffs through it like it's like going through like a uh, like fog but a thick fog so it it doesn't Can seem Can I control it... this with uh, mist water? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh so it takes some damage but not as much as you thought it it should from that hit. Interesting. Okay. Uh, you can move but you will provoke at this point if you do. Uh, can I... Or at least if you move out of its reach. Uh, that works yeah, slightly different say, for 40. You can move to a different place adjacent to it. Yeah, I can't skulk past it without triggering it for a move penalty? Nope. Great. You know what? I'm gonna... 
stay where I am because there's no advantage to being anywhere else. I end my turn. All right, Bruldish, you're up. There's a specter here. Yeah. All right. I swing at it with my axe. Inhale his name. And. Ooh, 25. I... Is that a crit? crit. That is a crit. Oh, oh, very nice. I think it auto ruled the uh, the crit for you there. Nice. You... All right. Yeah, so that's 10 damage. Um, now, like, uh, like Bellamin, when mm. you swing the axe through it, it sort of seems to ripple, but it doesn't do quite as much damage mm-hmm. as you feel like it should have. Okay. Because it's a sort of incorporeal. Well, that just means I get to hit it more times. <laughs> uh, and another grin at it. And that's <laughs> it for me. Anything else? Nope. All right. It's the Spectre's turn. Ah, is its uh, first name Phil? Phil? All right, Uh, the specter turns to our Brutish, who is the last person to hit it, and it will attempt an attack. I bare bare my teeth. Is this a professional specter or a pro specter? (laughs) Someone make him stop. I don't care who. (laughs) Uh, 12 versus AC. Nope. All right, it sort of reaches out for you. And, like, it's hand in, like, a clutching grip. But it doesn't, it kind of, like, just brushes your face. And you feel just a chill go down your spine. And you know that if it had gotten any closer, badness. Oh, Oh, and did it whisper, I'm not touching you. (laughs) (laughs) Does this bother you? Uh, All right, Imra. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it with my sword. All right. I uh, take a swing. 17's pretty good. Uh, and you slash at it for eight damage. But like your counterparts, you suspect that does not do quite as much damage as you thought it might. I wonder if magic would uh, would do any better. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what's... Imra, anything else? N- no. Karakir. All right, well, I don't have any magic, so I'm going to hit it with my stick. Good <laughs> <laughs> plan. Thank you. Uh, 23? 23 will hit. Uh, for um, eight points of damage. All right. And as you hit it with your stick, you too notice that you feel Whoa. like it didn't quite connect there. And then I say, well, maybe I'll punch it in the face too. And I try to do that. <laughs> uh, oh, I probably missed with an, uh, an 11. Uh, an 11 will not hit Spectre. Okay. I meant to do that. All right. And <laughs> Elevore, bring it around okay. to you. Okay. Uh, question. Yes. What is uh, Bellaman's health right now? It is a four. All right. I'm going to use healing word on Bellaman. <gasps> Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Cast at level one because that's what I am. Submit. Okay. So four healing for Bellaman. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Does that make sense? <laughs> Why did you only thank him for three? Ah, yeah. Come on, that was four. Uh, that th- now that said that it was. Let me see. It, the word says it's a one bonus action. What's that mean? Ah, okay. So basically, um, there are two types of actions in fifth edition. One is a standard action. Uh, the second is a bonus action. A bonus action is granted by a specific ability or spell. So you don't just have one to use, but if you have a power that says it can be used as a bonus action, you can use your bonus action for that specific thing. So a lot of spells will let you do that in addition to a standard sort of action. 
Okay, so I can still try to hit it. Is that what I'm understanding? You can, yes. Okay. Then I am going to try throwing a dagger at it. Okay, so uh, you rolled a five. Yes. I think you rolled one. And so, so that's good. not good enough for you to stab <laughs> a specter. Your dagger passes harmlessly out of its reach. Ooh. But you healed Bellamin, which was very good of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, Bellamin, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to be using one of my uh, dragonborn traits. Uh-oh. I have a cold breath weapon. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. I can use my action to exhale cold energy in a 15-foot cone in front of me. It says each creature in the area. Does Don't that mean do good or bad? That will that include everybody. everybody. I will suggest. No, no. I will suggest. Now, uh, again, a slight difference from 4th edition for those of you who are familiar with that. You can move up here. Mm-hmm. To that and space without provoking an opportunity attack because that you, you are still within its reach. The the key operation in in fifth edition is if moving outside of the reach, like if you're trying to get away from it. But if you reposition and then shoot down, that should only hit. That's right. Fantastic. I'm going to oh. do that. Oh, and another fifth edition thing, just in case folks who haven't played fifth edition, is that you can move, attack, and move. You don't have to use all your movement. Correct. One chunk. You can break that it sounds- up. Very, very nice. All right. So it got an 18. So I think on a save, it will take half damage. Yes. So All right. So that means, okay, yeah. You still get to roll your damage. What have we here? We have a seven uh, halved. That is what, three or four? Uh, is, I believe, Scott, you roll round up or down? Uh, you round down. Okay. So three damage. Um, now, but it is magical damage. It is magical damage, but remind me what kind of magical damage that is. <laughs> it's going to be immune to cold. Uh, it does some damage, but again, not as much as you thought, and more to uh. the point, uh, you know, you were already doing half damage, so that's going to be a bit lower than you thought. But you did. It looks slightly chilly. <laughs> right, well, maybe it's, not, it's, it's, it's resistant sure. to cold. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, like yeah. a like a it looks it looks actually like you know very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks like, you. Thank you. Yeah. A little warm like, here like for air, me. air conditioning is what <laughs> you just did. <laughs> uh, uh, well, well well done. Uh Bruldish, you're up. All right. Once again, inhale his name. I swing with my mighty battle axe, which is a lot less mighty this time because I only roll an eight. That eight <laughs> is not enough to hit a specter unfortunately. So you swing your battle axe, but you, the specter sort of flits aside nimbly and you catch only air. That's alright. I laugh in its face. Wahaha! With battle lust or oh, something. Oh, you laughed in its face? Well, it's definitely yep. going to attack you again. Yes! Ooh. So it reaches out once again with its clawing hand, and it gets a nine. Oh, it misses. <laughs> it's, it just brushes your tip nicely, brushes your I nose. I laugh again. again. <laughs> it seems very upset by the whole laughing thing. That is <laughs> not, it is not on board with that. That is not cool. Imra, you're up. All right, short sword again. All Ooh. right, so that's a pretty good hit. You, uh, you whack it with that short sword, and it, it seems to recoil a bit, but once again takes somewhat less damage than you think. Karakir. I will do the same thing again. Quarter staff. Punch in the face. Uh, <laughs> I hit both times, so uh, I will just add it all up for you. I'm assuming it's fine. Uh, nine, Thirteen. Thirteen damage, uh, which is enough 
the specter, you sort of like the battle axe passes through it and it seems very disrupted by that. And then the monk just like slams like a fist right through it and it just like disappears in a puff of smoke. Well done once again, my friend. We'll make a good team. Go team. Very good. Very good. That somehow seemed easier than the broom. Yes. (laughs) The broom Uh, didn't seem that difficult to me. Be be very glad it didn't hit. (laughs) That is is a mean one. All right. So you've dispatched with the specter, which was a, as I said, it it, it took the form of a a young woman, um, which was a little unusual. But oh, did um, the woman look like uh, what's her face? The woman in the the painting? It most decidedly did not. <laughs> was the woman named Regina Specter? Ah, you didn't even have to say Specter. I knew. I knew where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before the Specter uh, manifested and attacked you, folks, you did see uh, that in that small room there was a crib with a hanging black shroud. Mm. And every oh, time you just... touch it, the specter regenerates. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the specter is the nanny of the stillborn Micah, child. Micah, you say you've never played that much d and <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go investigate the crib. Okay. So as you get closer, you see there is something oh, in the crib the magic beneath happens. the shroud. This is D&D cribs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Check out my broom, it moves around. (laughs) This is my master bedroom. This is where the specter happens. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would you like to look closer in the crib? Yeah. All right, so you part the shroud, and you see a tightly wrapped, roughly baby-sized bundle lying in the crib, but you can't quite see. It's it's like its face is hooded, or where the face would be. A what sized? I heard Micah say potato. Sorry. And I'm just picturing a potato in the crib. I was saying baby. Baby sized. Oh, okay. Oh. A baby sized That's potato? That's better. Not- <laughs> that is a huge That's potato. A very big potato. Fries for everybody. Mm, baby fries. <laughs> I wonder if I can use control water to control oil. I mean, a person is mostly water, right? true. <laughs> You can control the water. It's like microwaving it. You can heat it up from the inside. This is true because oh, yeah. it is. Water is mostly, yeah, we can make some French fries. When he does it, we call it microwaving. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. No, you really shouldn't. Too late. You already did. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, okay, so there's a small bundle of joy, or maybe not joy. <laughs> I don't Death. think it's joy. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's joy. <laughs> should I pick yes. it up? Ooh, yes. I would, maybe just peek I, in. No. Maybe just like pull back the, the shroud <laughs> over the potato <laughs> rewrap the, the potato baby um all right what do i do someone because dan didn't you say it was wearing a hood well it's not wearing a hood it's like it's swaddled and the blanket is sort of like masking the face from what uh, you can see. i think you should see uh, the face yeah let's do it. all right just, all right you don't have to I'll, pick it up you can just I move think, the blanket aside. i will gingerly like with before a you do uh, before back. you do imra i have a uh, mage hand. <laughs> oh, what are thing. you doing out there? Get in here. <laughs> no, I can. Um, on every turn, this says, "Let me find it." Do, 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 the wonderful do, thing do, about do, mage do, hand do. is he doesn't have to get in there. He can just send his hand. Exactly. <laughs> the wonderful thing about uh, mage, mage hand. hand. Mage hand. <laughs> wonderful thing. All right, so I'm gonna back out of the room while he mage hands, and then I will come back in if nothing happens. Post mage hand. hand appears at a point within a range you choose. Uh, the hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it. Uh, you can use an action to control the hand and use it to manipulate object- objects within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. 
Talk to the hand. Is that where you're? So you're summoning your mage hand, Bellman. Summoning my mage hand, I am uh, only 15 feet away, which means I'm going to summon my mage hand. Something weird happens when you summon your mage hand. Oh. Now you, you've, you, you being a practice sorcerer, have used mage hand in a variety of places, but this time you're you're used to seeing it summoned as like a hand, you know. And when it's summoned this time, the hand that you summon is skeletal. Oh my god! Oh. Whoa. It seems to work as normal otherwise. <laughs> seems. Shocktober mage hand. <laughs> Spooktacular mage hand. <laughs> All right. But it seems to work so. as normal, so it's just creepy skeleton. <laughs> Sorry, I just read, keep your mage hand strong, and I'm dying. <laughs> uh, Bellamin controls the mage hand. It floats across the room right over Imra's head, goes into the room with the baby shroud. Peels back the curtain, very, very, very gingerly goes in and moves the hood down from the baby-sized potato's head. It moves the hood, and the entire blanket and swaddling just, like, sort of just opens and collapses, and there's nothing inside. <gasps> oh, God. Somebody stole the baby. <laughs> they made magic out of it. <laughs> there was my potato <laughs> to the kitchen. That's where I left my potato. That's what you get for not wrapping it. That's what you get for not wrapping it in foil. That's this right. Is true. Foiled again. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're my mage my hand group. I'm just saying. <laughs> so my mage hand kind of picks up the rags and like shakes it out a little bit, trying to get all the baby out. <laughs> and a crinkle cut French fry flops to the ground. One single French fry. <laughs> a little bag uh, fry. You know, there's, the there's over. nothing in it. It is totally empty. Uh, can I do my normal bed work on this crib? And make sure there's nothing inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you as a freebie. There is nothing else there. All, All right. right. Cool. So up the stairs. Up the scary secret up stairs. The scary we, go. Secret we should probably stairs. come up with a, a marching order for going up the stairs since it looks like yes. we have to go single file here. Brutal dish um, first. I was going to say, I volunteer to go first. Axe in hand. As How tribute. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I guess I will go second because I think I'm probably the most fighter-ish after. Mm-hmm. Aline, what are you again? I forget. I'm a ranger. Okay. Maybe you I should go last. In my name. Yeah. Maybe you should go last just in case something sneaks up behind us. Yeah. I-, I will go third because my mage hand can manipulate things up to six squares away. So I can always just kind of leap ahead. I like this. Right. I like so this I heard plan. I heard Bruldish, Karakir, Bellamin in the middle, then me, Elavor, then... and Imra. Okay. So you make your way up the cobble. You park the cobwebs and the dust. It's very dark in here. There's no window. Uh, you get to the top of the stairs, and <gasps> there is a locked door. What? Mm. We hey. haven't found a key anywhere, have we? Um, you haven't found any, one. Anyone? You... How do you feel about breaking that lock, Paladin? Well, I don't like the idea of, you know, being a, a vandal in this house. On the other hand, I'm trying to talk myself into it. Come on, somebody, give me a reason to break this door. Uh, this there, there's a specter. Clearly, this is a, a that's true. A You're right. There is evil there's, in this house. There is evil know. in this house. I'd take my axe to the door, like just aiming for the lock. All right, uh, give me a um, give me an attack roll. Okay, that's a pretty good roll. All right, so you uh, give me one more. It splinters pretty well, but it's not quite done yet. All right, I sm- smack at it again. Another oh, battle, Alexi. It's not going anywhere. It's a door. All right, so you bust 
the door down, and it opens out into another hallway. Whoa. Is it a, a lot of hallways hallway? in this house. It's hallways all the way down. This, this house. house is ninety percent hallways and fireplaces. Mm. <laughs> and don't forget the windmills and, and windmills. <laughs> wolves. <laughs> wolves. Oh, also wolves. All right. So you've got the upper hall of the attic in here. Feel free to uh, position yourselves as you like to be. So there are a variety of doors off this hallway. Um, right in front of uh, Elevar is a uh, a little window that looks out. And when you look out there, you can see down on top of that balcony that's off the master bedroom. So there's like a little gable and it looks down there. Um, there's, th- I think, four doorways off this hall, two to sort of the uh, the west side, the top side there, and then two sort of on the lower end. All right. Well, let's start with this one here. This yep. door is, uh, in fact, as you walk up to it, you notice this door, uh, it has a padlock on the outside. Oh, mm. Mm-hmm. Does anybody here actually have thieves' tools? I, I do not. So. Someone managed to. I believe Elevar managed to, to pick mm-hmm. a lock earlier. I'll try right, well, again. I yeah, don't I'll have get out of the, the way. I mean, I could. I would happily swing at this with my axe over and over again, but I feel like it would take a while if it's the padlock. I got a fourteen in dexterity. All right, you managed to once again sort of uh, finagle your uh, your belt clips, and you managed to pop open this door. And pop it and reveals, lock. you pop <laughs> you pop the lock. As and it, it dropped to the ground. <laughs> um, it reveals a, a small oh, bedroom. No. This room contains a bricked up window flanked by two dusty oh wood frame beds sized for children. Closer to the door is a toy chest with windmills painted on its side and a dollhouse. There's something peculiar you notice about this dollhouse as you glance at it. It it's looks a, just like. It's a perfect replica of the house you're in. Um, <laughs> The furnishings are all draped in cobwebs. Lying in the middle of the floor are two small skeletons wearing tattered but familiar clothing. The smaller of the two cradles a stuffed doll that you recognize. Oh, no. Every rose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sad. (laughs) I told you they were creepy. Uh, I'm going to go in and look at the toy chest. I'm going to go in and pat the little skulls on their heads and say, I'm sorry. I'm going to, uh, I don't know if perceptions needed for this, but I'm going to roll anyway to uh, get a map of the rest of the house based on the dollhouse. That's a great idea. Let's do this in order. The first thing that happens is that Imra opened the chest. Two ghostly figures <laughs> appear. Oh, great. I'm going to stay out of that creepy room. I got to close the door. They are familiar looking. <laughs> they look like the two children that you saw outside. Hi. Hi. They sort of look up. They're they're kind of translucent. <laughs> um, they look up at you and say, "Hello, hi. Uh, we are inspecting the house like you asked us to. Remember? I I don't remember that. You said there was a monster. There, I think so. That sounds right. I I feel like we used to sometimes hear howling from the basement. We can't find a basement. Is there a basement in this house? There is a basement. Uh, that's where, yes, yes, that is where the monster was. Our parents our parents locked us in here to protect us from the monster. Did they ever come back and let you out? No, that is how we died here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're self-aware, ghost, at least. 
Can you tell us how to get to the basement? Does does your dollhouse have the basement in it? Yeah. Rose, the elder us? of them, points to the dollhouse and says, there's a secret door in the attic. That, that takes us the to the basement? Indeed. Yes. This is a crazy mixed up house. Is this a betrayal at House on the Hill? <laughs> there is a lake <laughs> putting the underground in the lake. attic. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, I have played that version. Um so, uh, Bellaman, you were you were peering at the house, and you do indeed notice that there is what appears to be a secret door that uh, opens. If you've got your sort of bearings correctly, you think it opens um, from inside this room down here. Okay. Okay. So you're not here to hurt us then. <laughs> oh, this is we good. just we just don't want to be alone. Please don't leave us. Do you want to come with us and uh, help us investigate? Ixnay on the Amigue with us, eh? <laughs> oh, they don't seem we, that bad. We would, can we just stay here? It's safe here. Yeah. yeah look how dead you are. That's pretty safe. We're going to have to walk out of this of room, All of us though. together, though. Like a family. We could be <laughs> a new family. Oh, no, no, oh. no. You see, we have to, we have to leave to, to do that thing you asked us to do before. Uh, we don't remember you asking to do something. You can't leave us here. We don't, we, we don't want to be alone. I think it's very important that you leave here and move on to, to the next plane, to whatever is, whatever is next for you. And, and if we can help you do that, I think that's an important thing for us to do. Do you feel pulled to, to, to leave this place in any way? No, we want to stay here, but hmm. but not by ourselves. Well, you've got each other. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we pick up their skeletons and chuck them out a window, we'll go oh with them. <laughs> or give them a proper burial. That's that's a possibility. Yeah, that's, that was my next chucking. idea. In some cultures, that is a proper burial. I'm disowning all of you. All right. Well, I, I hmm. we gotta get out of here. Yeah. I whisper to where the ghosts get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not a cleric, but I'm gonna say some prayers over their uh, over their remains. What do you need from us, Rose and Thorn? We we need you to to stay with us stay. and keep us safe from the monster. Nah. Now, what if we go <laughs> like, and defeat the monster like, ourselves? Like, like, what else? <laughs> Is there, like, a number two thing you need us to do? Like, leave you alone, we'll close the door, put the padlock back on? <laughs> oh, I forgot about the doggone padlock. Uh, let's try leaving and see what happens. I'm not even in the room, so. This Who is, uh, who's going to? Imra. Yeah, I'm going. Imra, oh, as you step out, could you please uh-huh. make for me a charisma saving throw? Oh, Charisma so, saving. Oh, yeah, negative on your th- one. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. That, that my charisma is good. super does not save so me. So you feel a chill. And, and the, they're, they're uh, multiplying. <laughs> Rose. <laughs> um, Rose, the, the elder uh, of the two children, mm-hmm. disappears. Uh-oh. Oh, God. You also feel kind of... Uh, uh, strange, and and have a, a a bizarre impulse to uh to to tell everybody else what to do. You 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 like being in charge. You you get angry when other people tell you what to do. <laughs> Told you we should have brought the potato. <laughs> so okay. yeah, I'm gonna try and go out next. 
Oh wait, wait, wait! Is Imra able to go go out now that she's oh, been yeah. possessed? Oh yeah, yeah. You're just feeling kind <laughs> of you're feeling kind of out of it. <laughs> also, uh, I thought I was in the room to look at the doll's house. Turns out I'm not. I'm just going to move myself back in there for sake of. That's fine. For, right. for who's the next person to try to go out? Mwah. And Elvor, make the... a also make a charisma saving throw. All right, charisma, don't let me down. You are able to just walk. You feel like a chill sort of come at you, but you rebuff it, and then you are able to sort of slip out. Boom. Oh, wait. <laughs> Let's boom. There we go. All right. <laughs> I guess I will I will try next. Give me your Christmas saving throw. Oh, that's that's not a great saving throw. Nope. Um, Four is very uh, bad. So you see Thorn also disappear. And you feel a chill come over you as well. And and neither you or Imra are, are quite yourselves. You feel pretty much... This is unusual feeling for you, Broldish. You're sort of... You're feeling conflicted because you feel scared of everything. What? Including oh, so your own shadow. <laughs> and when things don't go your way, you just... You really don't have anything other thing to do than start crying. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's so embarrassing, right. you guys. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's what paladins usually do, right? <laughs> it's going to be mortifying. 